All right, we are live. Are We're live, rolling, buddy. man. We're we rolling. rolling. That's right. What's so, up, dude? Uh, How are you? Nah. It's been a week, dude. Holy cow, it's been a week. Um, yeah, busy, busy, me, busy, and craziness just all over the place, man. So, highlights are, are getting on here with you, man. So, uh, this is a good night. And, uh, yeah, go ahead, man. Why'd you have to say such a sweet thing? <laughs> I got to man. I got. I can't just be like all salt, like, and no, no sweet, right? <laughs> you're right, man. You're right. You're right, man. I was just gonna say, man, it's crazy. I mean, we're already. What is this? The 26th day of the year already? The 27th, 27th. of the new year. Yep. A month has passed already. That's that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, that's we're nuts. closing up on that first month of 2022, man. Yeah, Damn. absolutely insane, dude. I feel like the older you get, the faster it goes, and there's oh, no yeah. slowing down for it either. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It Absolutely is crazy. crazy it's, man. it's crazy. You can't that stop we only time. Have... Yeah. And it's crazy because, you know, basketball, this is a basketball update, guys, that we're doing here. Um, and as of today, you know, there's 12 games left in the regular season. Yeah. So flying by. Um, flying by. Flying by. Yep. Soon, soon, the yeah. sooner that we look up, the, it's going to be March Madness. And, Hopefully we'll see uh, Montana in there. Yeah, man, exactly. But you got some Grizz updates for me, don't you? Yes, yes, we have some Grizz updates. Uh, so men's tennis, uh, they have started their uh, season. Um, just to give you guys an update, uh, their first two, or actually first four, <laughs> they were uh, played Eastern Washington. They beat Eastern Washington, beat Air Force. Uh, went to Boise State and beat Boise State seven to zero, and then also um, they are going to be at um, Seattle on February fifth and sixth. Um, the women's tennis they're they're one and one. They lost to Utah and beat Seattle as well. And then track and field, man, there is so much track and field. So many people. Um, I know that the men's track and field, they've got some really good guys um, that are placing. Softball is going to be starting up here pretty quick. February 11th, they're going to be starting up as well. And so, you know, and then we'll get into uh, the women's and men's basketball. They actually had the uh, Bobcat performance meet last Friday. So that's last Friday. And then the they actually have one this Saturday at Idaho. Um, the Idaho Invitational. So, man, and shout out to golf, man. It seems like they're kind of starting up again, and you got a couple of good things coming up here uh, within the next month or so to really kind of get rolling. It looks like yeah. towards the end of February, they're starting kind of to, you know, to really kind of travel to different places. And I think they start off the year in Rancho Cucamonga, or is it Rancho Cucamonga? Oh, Palm Springs. Never mind. I apologize, but it is called uh, the Rancho La Quinta. So I think that's their oh, nice. first tournament golf club. Yeah, it's called the Duel in the Desert. So that'll be a fun little trip for them to take. I get so jealous, man, of golf just in general, right? There. I feel like they, you know, they're really fortunate with some of the travel schedules that they got, man. They go to some yeah, of the most beautiful yeah. places that you can ever think of, man. And you're just in good weather playing some awesome golf. How could you be upset, yeah, must, man? Must, How could you must be, upset? be rough. Real rough. Must be rough, huh? <laughs> Real yeah. tough, huh? And yeah. you know what's crazy, man? Everybody is extremely talented on that squad. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter who you are. Doesn't matter. You, I mean, you're coming in for a first year. I mean, they'll out golf and out golf anybody, any any of my friends, you know, and me, me specifically too, man. I suck at golf, but I love it to death. 
yeah it's one of those sports that you get like i i know me like i can have my good days and then like then it looks like i haven't even picked up a club ever so um yep it, it's one of those frustrating sports <laughs> yep exactly uh, man exactly well what else we got for you brother well that's all i have on the grizz update um you know men's basketball we'll get into men's basketball you want to jump into men's basketball and give an update yeah let's start off with, let's start off with the men man let's start off okay. with the men how they've been doing yeah so i think last know, time that we, we had that conversation i think we were i think we left it up after the grizz cat game i believe i think that might have been the last time we talked about yeah basketball. is and, that right yeah well and that's that's the kind of the tricky part is uh since then they had a well let's see i wrote it down um a crazy they hadn't had a game since january 9th um and they just had one last week uh at portland state they went on a a, a big long road series uh they played at portland state on thursday um of last week so they pulled out a win at portland state 66 to 64 it was a nail biter uh you know, the Grizz did not lead in that game for much of the, that game. 31 minutes, they were down in that game until the last bit of mm-hmm. that game. Um, they always have a hard time playing at Portland State. It's just a hard hard environment, and I love that arena that they have. It's, it's one of the coolest arenas that um, you can watch some sports. Really? You think so? Basketball. I, I think it's a cool – I like the, the, yeah. the colors and just how, how they've laid it out. It's I think it's a cool arena, um, but they got to have something. They don't they don't have a football stadium. They got to have a basketball stadium, right? <laughs> they got to put the money set to use somewhere, huh? Exactly. They can't have good football facilities, so they settle for good <laughs> basketball facilities. That's respectable. Exactly. That's respectable enough. I appreciate that. No, and then afterwards they went on another road trip and then uh, settled at NAU, which that was a pretty good game too. That was, yeah, they seem that like was they, a defense, yeah. defensive battle, 58 to 48. Yep. Um, really, really close. Um, you know, going back and forth, Montana had some big leads and then they kind of dwindled it down, but um, a good road victory. Uh, we we start, are starting to see some, some players kind of emerge as some guys that are kind of taking over offensively um, with, you know, Josh Bannon um, kind of doing yep. that as well and Robbie Beasley. Um, and then you have, uh, you know, in that NAU game, uh, Lionel Martin, you know, had some good shooting, which was good to see from him. Uh, got yeah, it was nice threes. to see him get out there a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was nice to see him get out there a little bit, and then also too, Brandon Whitney as well. Yep. I think he's had a pretty solid showing. He's been getting a ton of minutes and a ton of play. I think Josh last game, I think he had what thirty five minutes. And I think Brandon ended up the, the game with 31 minutes. So we have yeah. we have and what's nice about it is you can, if you kind of look at the roster and how they're kind of emerging, there's a lot of guys that are getting pretty considerable amount of playing time when it comes down to it. You know, yep. even their bench guys. I mean, it's a couple minutes, but you know, I mean, for the majority of the roster, they're they're playing you know a, a pretty packed game, a pretty full game, and so it's kind of nice to see that, and it's really kind of interesting to see how they're going to be able to kind of be able to utilize that playing time and with rotating players in and out. You know, you would like to think that because of that, guys are pretty fresh and they feel pretty good. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, Coach Secure is kind of cutting down that rotation. You can kind of have seen before Christmas break, um, you know, they were playing 10, 11 guys, and now you've got it down to eight or nine. Um, And so, you know, let's go into that Portland State, you know, game because, 
you know, they right now, guys, they are 13 and six and six and two in the big sky. That lets them be uh, tied for fourth uh, in mm-hmm. the big sky with Montana State. Um, so, you know, going into the numbers, you know, against that Portland State team, they shot 40 percent, 36 from the uh, three point line. You know, what one area that was kind of jumped out, this team is an amazing. They're number, I think, nationally number two in the nation uh, with free throws. And they shot 61%, uh, a little over 61% mm-hmm. from the free throw line, which they are usually over 80%, um, which that was really weird. They missed 10 free throws. And, and some of them were our best free throw shooters. Uh, so that kind of made the game a little bit closer than it should have been. And, and kind of, there's some kind of points in that later in that game where if we would have hit a couple more free throws, it kind of, kind of would have put that game away instead of just of a two point game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 31 rebounds, 11 assists, 11 turnovers. You know, we shot about 49% from two um, opponents shot or the opponents shot about 49% from two, 10% from three point land. Uh, we got 22 points in the paint. Portland State killed us 50 points in the paint, uh, and they mm-hmm. out-rebounded us with 36 rebounds, and they had nine offensive rebounds. Uh, their goal was to pound. <laughs> they had two guys that were like 6'10", 6'11", and yep. uh, they, they were big. They were, they were big. They were you know, they moved pretty well for their size. You know, Josh Bannon, Bannon in that game had 22 points, five rebounds, and two assists. He balled out. Robbie Beasley was there, too, 18 points and four rebounds. And then Cameron Parker, Mr. Uh, Six-Man, uh, 13 points and three rebounds, um, really did a really good job as well. Um, but, yep. you know, that, that, that game, you would be like, oh, man, they played horribly. No, you know, they, they had a hard time scoring inside. And, you know, their three-point baskets really helped them in that game. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of the reverse (laughs) ways is Portland State. They hit a lot of inside shots, but they couldn't buy a three-point basket. Um, And so a road win is a road win. And, you know, you get – And they're tough, man. Yep. And they're tough. And they're tough, and that's exactly what you saw, man. I mean, I think I, I, mean, I have right here four or six Montana sports kind of doing just doing a little bit of a breakdown of the game itself. And they said they had, you know, following the win over Portland straight last week, they grew some tough skin, you know, and you yep. kind of saw that come to life that Northern Arizona, Northern Arizona game. I mean, Coach mm-hmm. must have lit a fire under their asses saying, we got to play better. We need to play better on the defensive front. And they're coming from two solid performances, you know, in comparison to where they were last year and to this year. Again, it's a game of growth. And you can kind of see that week in, week out. They're developing personalities. They're figuring out where they fit into the offense and on the defensive side. And they're playing a lot better defense, you know, than I could have expected, especially following last year's, you know, being the same team, just a year of growth. You know, that's a lot of time, but that's not a lot of time to develop a team as well. You know, so again, they're doing some things really, really well, man. Doing some things really, really well. I mean, limiting well, the team to just forty-eight points as a team, while limiting the guard, who I think who who was the star in Northern Arizona. What was his name? Jalen, I think Jalen Coner, right here says. I mean, just to yeah. twelve field goal attempts. So, uh, you know what? They're playing a lot better ball, man, and that's all I can really say yeah. about it. And you know, I think they're playing right now against the University of Idaho. 
which is yep. going to be a sweep. Grab the broom. You know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. we're up right now. Um, 63-48, man. So it's looking good for us on our end right now. Just to go back to that that Portland State game, you know, if, if, if you listen to um, Riley Corcoran's uh, the coaches, um, whatever show that they do. The coaches show. show? Yeah, coaches yeah. show, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Coach Shakir mentioned that they kind of the players kind of you know went into that game kind of underestimating that Portland State team, um, and they kind of mm-hmm. had to light, light a fire at halftime. You know, and you know this team last year. If you go back to last year, there were so many close games where they lost the game at the end. Um, you can kind of see this team growing in that area, and that was something mm-hmm. that you know Angel that we said in the beginning when we did our preview is how will this team grow. And having that go-to guy and and finishing games. Well, their first time that they had that, they went to Northern Colorado and they were unable to do that. They lost by three. Same instance here, Portland State. They have another close game. They finish it out. That that shows growth, man, and that's a good sign. And going to NAU, you know, they had and and if you look at the coaches show, they had a lot of travel. Um, that went wrong um, that, you know, either their plane was delayed or their, their you know, um, just some travel delays and that throws a team off that throws a team off with going yep. and traveling that much. Um, it, 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 it's, it's a long time. They haven't played in Dahlberg arena for, for who knows. And it's been a long time uh, since before January 9th. Um, and so, yep. It's good to see them kind of roll on, mm-hmm. on the, the away side. You're going to have to sweep some of those uh, road weekends to get yourself into position to have that regular season title. Um, and so for them to do that is great. Like going into the NAU game, man, that was – you have mentioned it. It's hard playing in that higher elevation. Um, and so yep. it, it's it's a battle. It's a, It's a huge battle. Um, they shot 40% mm-hmm. from um, field goal mm-hmm. range, 20% from three. They were back up in that free throw area of 90%, um, 30 rebounds. We got out rebounded again uh, in that game, but mm-hmm. we had more, more. We had 11 assists, six turnovers, but man, we handled them on the defense. Uh, 35% uh, NAU shot yeah, yeah. from two, 21% from three. Um, and we were pretty much even with points in the paint. You know, this team is a defensive team, and Coach DeCure always preaches defense. And so they're really, really solidifying that defense, and that will take you far in this league, and it yep. could take you farther in in the tournament as well. So, you know, going in, I got to be honest with you, Angel, going in and kind of doing some preview – well, I, you know, we were going to try to do this on Monday and it just fell through and um, I was going to do it by myself and it fell through again, but we we're going to preview Idaho. That Idaho team scares me um, just because they shoot the three really, really well and they shoot it a lot. And that's the one chink in our armor is mm-hmm. we don't defend the three very well. And so that was kind of going into that mm-hmm. game. Was I was kind of leery about that, but it's been it's been all grizz, man. In this game, if you have watched it, I, I listened to it a little bit on the radio when I was coming home. 
uh, it if you listen to it, it should be more than 15 points. It, you you would think the way mm-hmm. that it's going that, that they're up, you know, 25, 25, 30 points, just the way that the Grizz are playing. I know in mm-hmm. that game, Idaho only has nine players, and they don't they don't ha- uh, have two of their assistant coaches, and so they are they're hurting with that. I think it is because of COVID um, that they don't have those players and those coaches. So um, hard, hard, hard to kind of go through that, but it's the nature of the beast right now with, with college sports and, and basketball. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Like you kind of said it, man. Um, any team that lines up against another team and it's, it's, it's always a, a toss in there. You just never know what yep. way it's going to unfold. And regardless of where, you know, Idaho's kind of sitting at right now, even though it's not looking too good and at the bottom of the bracket and the bottom of the conference, they still got some ballers on there that can make some plays. I mean, what's yep. that guy that can go that can score 20, 30 any given night? What's his name? Nick, uh, Nick Dixon. E, uh, Dixon. Dixon. Yep. yep. Dixon. Yep. Dixon can, can score for him never. You know, yep. and again, one thing that we have struggled with is rebounding and three point yep. defense. You know, yep. I think we've seen a little bit of that of an improvement on the on the three point defensive side, but still, our route rebounding is where we really need to re, re, where we really need to kind of take it to the next level. You know, yep. and I think if we can rebound just a little bit better, that's going to put us in a whole different category of being able to actually convert and make those rebounds turn into points because we can yep. score, we can play, and we got some guys that are really kind of following into our own. It just depends. We, I mean, we got to have the ball. We got to get up and get the ball, you know, and that's a little, little bit of, 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 hey, you know what? They just have bigger guys, you know, and yeah. that may be a part of the reason of they're, they're recruiting a little bit bigger guys. It's been a tough year to be able to recruit guys and especially find big men. And so that could be half the battle, you know, but there could also be other things going on. And I know Coach D is working his ass off to get it, to kind of get it all situated and kind of play to this team's strength. Well, and one thing is, 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 it's not always the bigger guy that gets the rebound. Um, Like, like, and 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 saying this, people might get pissed off, but rebounding is just effort. You know, it, Mm -hmm. you know, it it, it is comes natural to some people to go after the ball, to get more dirty. Um, No, that's a good, that's a huge, when, when you, when you are a college player, your guards have to rebound. I feel like when you're in high school, guards don't have to rebound if they don't want to. You know, um, people don't crash the boards mm-hmm. as much in high school basketball. Um, so that's where a, a lot of our is our guards have to learn kind of how to to rebound the ball. Um, our big guys, you know, I think they they are capable. Uh, we have uh, Scott Blakeney just coming off an injury, and I know he's playing against Idaho tonight, so it's good to see him um, in the mm-hmm. score column. Um, so that gives us another big guy. Uh, Josh Bannon has improved tremendously with rebounding mm-hmm. the ball. Uh, Mac is is a you know energy and he'll, he'll go after he'll go after the ball and he'll just lay his 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 whole body out. Um, but I really think it, if we want to get better, we've got to have those guards rebound the ball. And and to me, it, it's effort. It's changing that mindset of hey, I can't just start just going back down the the you know. The court, I have to get my butt in the guy, get my body on somebody, and then I can go after the ball. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good point, man. I mean, uh, that's what sports is, man. If you can dumb it out to one thing, it's uh, really based around effort. 
And I think yeah. that's what, uh, just thinking about my personal journey, again, I think it was really based on this effort of wanting it more than a lot of other people that I was surrounding myself with, you know? Yep. And I think it's the same could be said, you know, if that's realistically, man, it, it comes down to effort, man. And yep. I think uh, I think you bring about a good point about that. And I think this team is there, you know, as far as the effort goes. You see it in the way that they play. You know, they have those sparks of energy. It's just about being consistent with it. And realistically, man, it, it's kind of like 50-50 balls when it comes to football. you got to yep. go up there and make a play. You know, you got to yep. go up there and be that guy. you got to make that conscious decision time in and time out to be that guy, you know. Again, and that's where it gets kind of interesting with tonight's game is simply because Idaho is such an offensive mindset, and that's kind of the persona that they've embodied this past season simply yep. because that they're playing to your strength. And obviously, we're starting to build that identity that, hey, we're a defensive team. You know, we can score mm-hmm. too, but we're built around that defensive mindset. You know, and it's kind of, it's kind of inter- interesting to see these two kind of uh, d- differentiating mindsets when it comes to the world of sports really kind of get after each other, you know. And yeah. obviously, we're up to right now, so it, it, it's a good thing. It seems like it's playing out in our favor. Yeah. So, Angel, question for you. What Answer, rank? Yeah. What rank would you say Montana is nationally for defense? Defense for defense. I'll give you a hint. It's in the top fifty. Oh, if I was to get to one through fifty, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I feel like this. Like you know, because ah oh, man, this fucking. You just had to throw that one out at me, huh? I know yeah. I did. Yeah, like, you so. just had to throw that. See, you know, again, I'm a couch potato. I'm really just getting into basketball this season. It's so okay. I will it's say, okay. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say respectfully, I'm gonna say uh, 25. I'm gonna split the oh, difference. Oh, dude, dude, you were so close, man. You, Was I really? You were 29th. Ah, there you go. See? They, See? They are they are allowing 62.4 points a game. Yeah. So uh they are totally, totally doing it. They're second in free throws, uh 11th in assist to turnover ratio, mm-hmm. and then 14th in the turnover margin. Just to let you guys know, some huge things are happening, some historic things. Um, Coach DeCure, he is two wins away, two wins away. For from being uh, passing um, Montgomery, basically for number one in Montana wins. Is that he'll, incredible, man? He'll, he'll he'll have I believe it's one. He's at one fifty eight. Two more wins will surpass him at I believe one one six. So also two wins are are going to be make him the one hundred Big Sky vic- victories, which. That would be second among all Big Sky coaches. He's only behind uh, Randy Ray of Weber State. Um, and so, you know, he, he's totally, totally balling it, man. Um, another, little, you know, numbers that, that are huge. Cameron Parker, man, he's five assists away from 600 career assists. Mm-hmm. Um, I know well, the last time that I checked, he had, he had three so he was pretty close to being um, there. Mm-hmm. A Cisco um, man, his, I'm telling you. Yep. His his career is 6.2 assists per game. That's fourth among all active players. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh you know what's Bannon, crazy that I'm thinking about? 
Go ahead, yeah. Josh. What about Josh? Josh Bannon is seven points away from 500 for his career as what, a sophomore. Yeah. And then Scott Blakeney is one rebound shy of 400. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> you so, know what I think so, so admirable about this team just in general and just, you know, Coach D is, is you hear about that on stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like through a podcast, you'll hear about it. Through some type of social media, you'll hear about it. But you don't hear really the, the coaches and the players talk about this type of stuff. No. You know? No. And I think it's that's one of the most humbling things. I mean, Coach C has every right and every type of light uh, to be as cocky as he wants to be because he's that guy, you know, when it comes to uh, obviously understanding the game of basketball, understanding, you know, how players work and how to really kind of get those best the, the best out of those players that he's working with. You know, he, I think he's really, really good about understanding that and obviously creating those relationships with those guys. You know, I've never ran into a player that's ever said, I hated playing under him or yeah. I struggled playing under him, you know? And and I don't know if he's just locking these guys in a room and a trap door, but, I mean, it just goes to show the type of man that he is, you know, the yeah. type of family man that he is and how he kind of creates that atmosphere because it's hard to build. It's hard to, it's hard to win. And, but it's yeah. even harder to do, to understand that you're in charge of developing these young men and you're in control of their life. You know, they're, yeah. you're in control of, of how, you know, these next couple of years really kind of progress them from, from a kid to a young man, yeah. you know? So, man, I mean, it's just something that you don't hear about because he, he could give, you know, excuse the language, would give two shits about that. You know, yeah. he's built on a different type of set of morals and principles. It's not about how many wins he's getting. Obviously, I know on top of his list is we got to win, we got to win. You know, oh yeah, but the actual number doesn't matter to him. You know what no. those kids do as far as statistically. He's proud of them, but he understands. I mean, even in this article that I was reading, he said it took all five of us to really kind of you know make sure that we took care of our jobs. You know, yeah. and you were like, wow, that's really really cool. You know, saying that hey, it's everybody's a, each own each and own responsibility to make sure that they get the job done, so we don't have a you know kind of that situation that we had at Portland State where it was down to the kind of wire nail biter. You know, we're a better team than that. And we play to our level and not to the the, not to the other person's level. So I think, man, it's just super admirable to know him as a person, to know him as a coach, and to see these players really kind of thrive off of the type of program that he's instilled. Yeah, totally. And you know, he he does a lot of things well, but I think one of the things that he does well is he gets the players that fit the system and want to be coached he is a Mm -hmm. hard-nosed coach and he's going to coach you he's going to yell and he's going to get in your face and he's going to hold you he's going to hold you responsible um Mm -hmm. but he doesn't want you to come here if you don't aren't gonna you know want that you know Uh, he reminds me a whole lot of tom Izzo. you know he those guys that I'm going to coach you. I'm going to get in your face. You're going to do what this is and you're going to follow what we have here or you're not going to play, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm still going to love you. It's that kind of hard love where he's going to love you to, to death, but you got to do what you got to do. And if you're not going to do it, he's going to get on your case and say, what's going on, man. You got to be accountable. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, with any successful coach, you have to have systems in place. Um, and, you know, he's got his systems. He's got his, um, but I think one of the things is, is he holds his players accountable and mm-hmm. i think i think he wants the the players to hold the coaches accountable as well um yeah. and so it's it's awesome to see uh i hope we have him for a while um so uh yeah he's a great, and great i'm coach. curious man just out of curiosity you know when you when you say the word accountable obviously 
I think that that skews a little bit from person to person, but to you personally, what does accountability mean? Um, well, you know, it, 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 it's a couple different things, you know, doing your job, you know, it, what, what's your job? Your, your job is to be a student athlete, uh, put in the work, man. You, you got to put in the work. Um, if things aren't going right, you just keep on putting more more work in and don't let it affect your game. Don't affect, let it affect the attitude. Don't let it affect the team. Um, but I think that, you know, every one of them have a job or what they want them to do on that team. And if everyone does that, they're going to be successful. Um, so hold, holding accountable, just, do, you know, somebody saying, hey, you're not doing this well. Hey, your attitude stinks. Hey, why aren't you watching more film? You know, um, mm-hmm. hey, you need to be a leader on this team. Hey, why why yep. are you, you know, shying away from a shot? You need to take your shots. Why aren't yep. you rebounding? You need to be in there. You need to be our, our, our rebounder. So, you know, I, I think that's accountability um, that I think he, he, he preaches, man. Yep. 100%, man, 100%. Yeah, I was just curious, man. I think I think everybody has a little bit of a definition, different definition, man. And I think mm-hmm. it's just always super interesting to figure out, like, okay, cool. Like, it's nice to see that. And you can obviously tell in the program that there's a sense of accountability, you know, which is super, super nice, man, and super, super refreshing to see that, hey, you know what? It, it's not all in the coaches. You know, you yeah. could definitely tell that, you know, these players have embodied what it means to be, you know, part of this program part of the university, but also also to hold yourself up to, you know, the higher standard, man. And again, it's just a testimony to, you know, in comparison to last year to this year, man, it, it's just a world of a difference, man. And I'm, I'm super proud of these young men and how they're kind of approaching this year, man, because they could have easily been like, you know what, it's going to be the exact same outcome as last year. But they chose a little bit differently, man, and it's looking up for them. Even though there's still a lot of ball to be played, like I said, before you know it's going to be done, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of the effort that they put in. I think they're sitting – really really good in the conference right now as far as you know being able to say hey you know what it doesn't matter last year is in the past we are a whole different team and you're gonna have to put in a lot of work to get through us yep yeah yeah you know after this week man after this weekend um you know it's half half over conference is half over so uh this is the pivotal uh part of the next 12 games i believe eight of their 12 next games are at home for yep. uh grizz basketball so that's always good because they're i think they're nine and zero at home um, mm-hmm. so uh that's always good to see but uh yeah I, I you mentioned something about being accountable like if you look at all the great basketball football it doesn't matter um if you have any success over a time or over a period you have to have your systems in place, what you do, and you have mm. to have accountability. I, I, yeah. I just, I, 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 and if you don't have that, you might have a couple of good years and you're going up and down and up and down. But if you look at this program consistently in both, in both Lady Grizz basketball and this men's basketball, it has been a consistent high basketball school in, in the big sky. Um, mm. And, you know, it, you can say that about football. You can say that about basketball. Whenever we go into an away stadium or or in our stadium, people are going to want to beat us because we are Montana. Mm-hmm. So, hundred percent, man, hundred percent, man. Yeah. Well, fucking a. Sounds like they're winning right now, still. So let's let's just do a quick little update on the score and see where they're sitting at. Yep, I think we're kind of getting away with this, folks. We're sitting at uh, eighty-one to fifty-eight, and we are up Ooh. tremendously. 
Yeah, nice. we're killing them. I like, yeah, I like, to, I like to hear that. Yep, yep, yep. So well, yeah, let's talk and about it, some uh, Lady Grizz basketball, man. What do you well, say? Just, just let everyone know. Just before we get into that, Saturday at Dahlberg Arena, you know the Grizz, the men uh, play Eastern Washington, um, and so that will be a really good game, guys. Um, Eastern Washington can score some points, so it's going to be mm-hmm. a good offense versus good good defense. Uh, we got got them at their place, um, but I, I think it's going to be a lot closer. Eastern Washington hasn't lost. I believe they've lost one game um, since we beat them. I think they're three or three and one or four and one since they played us. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's going to be a good game. Uh, make sure you uh, check it out. That game is going to be at, sorry, I'm going to check my notes here, 7 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah. Um, at Dalberg Arena, so which would be super out. fun too, because right now we're undefeated at home. Knock on yeah. wood, don't jinx it, but uh, yeah. we're doing pretty well. So yeah, the matchup's going to be awesome, man. I think it's going to yeah. be really, really a fun environment to be a part of. Exactly, exactly. Go support them and and show out, man. But yeah, Lady mm-hmm. Grizz basketball, man, man, uh, twelve and four and five and two in the conference. They are, I believe, actually, I think they're five and three now. Sorry, yeah, five um, and three, yeah. Because they they had a game they man they have a tremendous uh, week they're they're sorry before I get to that they're uh, fourth place in the Big Sky uh, they were third but they lost to Montana State they have four games this week and they have a man four games in six days yep so they will play but I will say uh, this the game versus Eastern this Saturday has been canceled because of COVID protocols. Yeah. That, so the game for true. this week, this weekend yeah. has been canceled. But as soon as that ends, I mean, they get back on it right on Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So back to back to back to back games after this upcoming Saturday. Yep. So they played Monday because of that, that one was rescheduled um, because yep. of COVID protocols with Montana state. Uh, that one was a heartbreaker. You know, it was back it was. and forth, back and forth. And um, Montana just got the best of us. They shot amazing from three point line line and, and we couldn't get a three point field goal to go and uh, kind of just ran out of juice with that one. You know what? Um, it was a tough game. I mean, thinking yeah. about just Montana versus, uh, you know, those guys over there. Um it's been dominated by us. I mean, you think about the yeah. 101 game series that we've had. Um, we've won 77 of them. You know, all right. Well, I wouldn't say 101. I would say I think it. I think it was 111th. And uh, out of those 111th, 77 of them goes to us on the win category. Um, but this past couple of years, man, it's been tough. It's been tough. I think it's. Uh, I think they're kind of in that same uh, situation that football was in. Until this year, man, this is for whatever reason, these past couple of years, we've been really struggling against them, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh, I, I know it's heartbreaking for them to see. I know it's heart- heartbreaking for them to kind of endure. Um, but again, you know, I'm just kind of reflecting back on our interview from Chris last week. By the way, if you guys haven't checked out that interview, absolutely incredible, man. A guy is an elite mindset man, and he's uh, really on pace to do some really, really awesome things for the program. I'm just grateful that we were able to sit down. But he kind of tucked it like this, and he kind of dumbed it down like this. He basically said, we needed those losses because it's put us in a position to realize where we can kind of grow. You know, it put yeah. us in a position to really kind of understand, okay, we can be better here. And it kind of put some things and lit some fires to really kind of motivate us and push us to say, okay, let's get after it. You know, and it obviously ended up really well for them. 
I think this is one of those games that, you know, it's the same situation. You saw the passion, man. You you saw the heartbreak oh, yeah. out of it and the, kind of the disappointment after the game, man. And I think uh, it's that same story. I think that game needed to happen in order to kind of put us in a position for the rest of the season to understand, okay, we need to be better. We need to be on top of our game, every single game, in order for us to come out and end the year where we want to end. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. And I, I don't know what was going on. I, I, I was tripping or something, man. But I, they are not playing Idaho. Um, yep. <laughs> I, I believe that uh, that was probably rescheduled as well. But um, yeah, they just to give you guys an update that they played Portland State as well, killed Portland State ninety three fifty seven, and then they went to in Northern or they played Northern Arizona at home sixty six to sixty with that win uh, last week as well. Um, they are playing some good ball, man. They, you know, yeah, they even though, even though they, they, they lost against the cats, that game was so close that if, if they could have changed, I mean, it was, I mean, a couple things, man, midway to the third quarter, it was 50, 45, you know, they had the lead man, but they were still, there were still that potential, you know? Yep. And again, I just think, you know, it just, that spark wasn't there. You know, the yep. effort was there, the want was there, but that spark to really kind of ignite it. It just wasn't yeah. there, you know. And again, sometimes you need those games in order to kind of put yourself in a situation, you know, for down the road to really kind of be able to thrive and understand what it feels like on that side in order yeah. for us to get to the other side. Well, and it, it, and it doesn't help when, you know, offensively uh, our players, you know, we, we did not play well offensively against mm-hmm. the Cats. Uh, I believe only uh, Sammy uh, Fatkin Fat, – Fatkin, uh, had uh, a great game um, looking kind of going back. She had 24 points. Um, but if you look at that game, you know, we, the rest of the, the team was like something 10 for 30 something. And I, I don't have the exact number, but it wasn't, it wasn't good. Uh, we were being carried by Sammy and um, with a team that is as good as the cats, um, you've got to have your best game. And, you know, we, we just didn't have it that night, you know, and they, they've got yeah. it. What's great about that is they got to come to Dahlberg arena and yep. uh, we'll play them again. I'm sure we'll get them at Dahlberg arena. Um, but man, I'm really impressed. We've got some like people kind of really turning, turning other than that game, turning this, um, this team kind of into what it is. Oh, yeah. You know, Haley Heward uh, is balling out as a freshman, um, has had 18 points against Portland State and 11 points against NAU. Um, Sammy has played tremendously, um, you know, she, with that 24-point performance against Montana State. Against Portland State, she had 16 and then 13 against NAU. Um, again, Abby um, is really important to this team being the point. Um no, not Abby. Sorry, Sophia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sophia being the point, uh, she does tr- all the things that don't get all the recognition, but is the leader of this team. And then Abby's been doing as well. And then, and then Carmen G. Feller is just balling, man. Um, last Portland State game, she had twelve, and then against NAU, she had eighteen. Um, just really, just kind of yep. grinding and getting getting this rotation in these players kind of developed. And that's what you want to see at this time is who steps up, who gets into a, a rhythm. 
And we've got a kind of a, a, a group of players on this Lady Grizz team that are kind of getting into the motion and getting their their feet wet and and really developing it. And that's that's awesome to see. No, 100%, man, 100%. Like you said, man, they've been playing some really, really good basketball, which is super awesome to see because those those women deserve everything in the world, you know. Yeah. The way that they played, the energy that they brought this year, man, to the stadium, and I've seen some – I've unfortunately, I haven't been able to make a game yet, which I will. I promise you I will. I promise you I will. You know, but being able to see just those clips online through social media, man, I'm like, damn, damn these girls are bringing the juice. They are yeah. bringing intensity. You know, and you could see, and it translates to, to, to their play, man, 100%. I mean, like you said, you know, Sophia is just an all-ball general, yep. you know. Yep. She's all-ball, on-the-ball defender, man, and she's kind of exactly, I think you said it perfectly, you know, she's she's kind of that role that a lot of the sets that you don't see and a lot of things that are going on, you don't see it, and, and she 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 takes accountability for yep. it, you know. Carmen stepping up this this upcoming year, man, and really being the player that this team needs, man, it's absolutely awesome to see, and like you said, Haley, too. You know, so there's there's some ballers on the team, you know, and it goes to show that it was never the fact that they were ballers. Now they're just, uh, you know, they're a little bit more comfortable with the program. They're a little bit more comfortable with the role. And again, that goes to Coach Brian and his coaching staff, man. I think they're doing an absolutely phenomenal job of just breaking it down and being able to disperse that responsibility accordingly. Yeah, it's it's great to see, you know, and, you know, this year, I, I don't think, expectations were hey we're gonna win a big sky conference yeah it would have been awesome to see but you know with what happened before brian got here you know it, it's it's a a work in progress but yep. it's it did i expect this team to be doing as well as they are now no i wasn't expecting any of that but um they, they are playing tremendously well um and that that shows the buy-in that shows how, how well these players are just, they're just playing really well, man. It's, it's really great to see if you guys haven't seen a game, definitely go um, watch one um, just pulling up their, their schedule here. Uh, yeah. February 1st, they're, they're at Idaho, February 1st. Yep. I don't know what I was, I was thinking, Holy cow. Um, sure, and then, goodness gracious, dude. Uh, and then they're, at home versus Weber State uh, on February third, um, so definitely go go uh, go support those Lady Grizz and and get out and support them. But um, yeah, I, I think this next couple uh, twelve games, man, um, they've got a shot, man. They they play these they top do. teams. They they play these top teams that they they can get. Um, yeah. They play Idaho State, you know. Uh, they play the Cats, you know. So. Is it out of the question? No, no, it's not. If they get on a roll, man, who who knows could it, what could happen? And then you've got the conference tournament where you're yep. one and done, and every anything and anything can happen during those tournaments. It's always fun to watch those tournaments because it's like, okay, what's going to happen? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you just don't know. Um, and so, man, it's 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 great to see. It's great to see Lady Grizz basketball getting back to where. It was um, with uh, Mr. Selvig, uh, Coach Selvig, when he was there. So uh, it, it's great to see, man. Yeah, hell of a start, man. Hell of a start to first year in a new coaching staff, man. I know that's a big adjustment too, you know. And so, like you said, man, it's a, it's just really, really nice to see, man. 
again, I, I sound like a you know a, a, a broken record at this point. <laughs> I feel like I spew out the same stuff, man. But it really is, man, how I truly feel about the program, and I think uh, it's super awesome to see the direction that they're taking. You know, the way that they're handling all these obstacles, because it, it could easily be the same situation the last year. You know, yeah. just say hey, we're just we're not that great of a team. We're still in the rebuilding process. But they said, you know. You know, yeah. fuck that. Excuse, excuse the French, man. But I yeah. mean, they—that—that's that, exactly the 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 personality that they've embodied, man. Let's just say they put the Crocs in sport mode, man. Man, they—they're ready to roll. And so it gets me fired up watching the play, man. And just uh, like you said, these next couple of weeks are next couple of weeks are going to be truly detrimental and really, really kind of eye opening to really see what this team is about. You know, again, yeah. they're going back to back to back to back games nonstop. You know, and that's how it really is going to feel. You know, as an athlete, I mean, that wears on you, that tears on you. And so being able to see how these guys are be able to kind of face that adversity, see what type of resiliency they're able to kind of really, you know, kind of build that armor that they're trying to build, man. I think it's going to be huge for when it does come to that tournament time, man. Because you said what's nice about it, man, is that those expectations were so low. You know, that's yeah. not to say that, you know, we didn't believe in them. It was just, hey, we got to face facts here, man. This is the team that it is. And then coming in. And over delivering, you're like, wow, you know what? Shame on me for for ever thinking differently, you know. Yeah. Shame on me for doubting doubting them, you know. Yeah. And again, I'm I'm sure that that added fire to 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 their pit too, you know. Like oh, yeah. who are who are these guys? Who are who who are these fans? Who are these people that that don't know that don't know who we are that aren't mm-hmm. on the court with us, you know? And I think that's that's always such a nice thing, man. Because I've been part of again of teams that had the same mantra. Everybody doubted us out and counted us out until until it came up to show up, and then all of a sudden we're the bees' knees with the talk of the town, man. So it's just really, really kind of nice to see, and them doing it in their own way that they just absolutely own it, absolutely kill it, man. So continue to kill it, y'all. I'm super proud of y'all. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, we will probably have a a basketball update here in a couple of weeks going on with what we're kind of doing. We're kind of trying to do that every other week um, yeah. and stuff like that, guys. Um, but we also have some big things planned with, um, some content that we're going to be having out here in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, so, you know, look for that. And, you know, also, you know, like, like Angel said, you know, if you have not heard our, uh, episode with coach C, um, coach Chris, that guy, I I just love listening to him. And I think I said this off air with uh, you, Angel, when we got off, it's like, man, dude, I just want to go. I suck at soccer, I've been, but I want to go play some soccer. I want to go run through a brick wall, man. Yeah. And, um, Put on a awesome wig game. and go join the team, huh? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Those those ladies could kick my butt. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%, man. Oh. I mean, again, man, just a, just a super strong, strong-willed individual, man. And so, again, if you guys haven't checked out the episode, please go do it, man. I think that it's, it's one of my favorites, man. He's one of my favorite guests to have. And so, again, like Adam said, we get we got some good stuff cooking. Uh, we got some people that are going to be coming on the podcast who kind of get their opinions and perspective on just the world of sports. And so we're looking forward to that. Thanks. And I have a couple of partnerships here and there. So, you know, they, you know they're kind of starting to brew up. And so we're super excited for, you know, the kind of the future of this and where we're going to be taking it, you know. Um, but, again, it, it's all because of you guys. Let us know what yeah. you guys think. Wait, rate, review, love us, hate us, you know, send me messages. You know, I, I've, I've received plenty of love, but I've seen some, I've received some hate too, man. So I think it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, man, because that's how you know you're doing something right. And exactly. you know, at the end of the day, it's all fun and games, man. Like I said, we're two cast potatoes. 
You know, yep. we don't know we don't know shit about shit. We don't know stuff about anything. So you know, and if that's the case, if you feel that strong, you know, about it, come join the podcast, man. Come hop on. Let's have a discussion exactly. about it, like some grown individuals, man. So again, we're just super grateful for it, man, and just keep on listening, man. Keep on listening. Exactly, exactly. Go Grizz, fight on.